Popular Podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to the Popular History Podcast, History Through Pope Colored Glasses. My name is Greg, and this short bonus episode is for those of you irredeemable podcast completists who would rather put up with the full reading of the gate sequence in the book of Nehemiah than miss out on the ability to describe yourself as a completist. It may also be of interest to gate enthusiasts. Enjoy! Nehemiah, Chapter 3 Verses 1-32 Eliashib, the high priest, and his fellow priests, went to work and rebuilt the sheep gate. They dedicated it and set its doors in place, building as far as the Tower of the Hundred, which they dedicated, and as far as the Tower of Hananel. The men of Jericho built the adjoining section, and Zikor, son of Imri, built next to them. The fish gate was rebuilt by the sons of Hassanah, they laid its beams and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hakaz, repaired the next section. Next to him, Meshulam, son of Berechiah, the son of Meshazabel, made repairs. And next to him, Zadok, son of Benah, also made repairs. The next section was repaired by the men of Tekoa, but their nobles would not put their shoulders to the work under their supervisors. The Jeshanah gate was repaired by Joida, son of Pasea, and Meshalem, son of Besadoya. They laid its beams and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. Next to them, repairs were made by men from Gibeon and Mitzpah, Melatiah of Gibeon, and Jadon of Maranoth, places under the authority of the governor of Trans-Euphrates. Uziel, son of Herahiah, one of the goldsmiths, repaired the next section, and Hananiah, one of the perfume makers, made repairs next to that. They restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Rephiah, son of Hur, ruler of a half-district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section. Adjoining this, Jediah, son of Harumath, made repairs opposite his house, and Hattush, son of Hashabaniah, made repairs next to him. Malchijah, son of Hiram, and Hashub, son of Pahath-Moab, repaired another section in the Tower of the Ovens. Shalom, son of Haloesh, ruler of a half-district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section with the help of his daughters. The valley gate was repaired by Hanan and the residents of Zanoah. They rebuilt it and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. They also repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the Dung Gate. The Dung Gate was repaired by Malchijah, son of Rechab, ruler of the district of Beth Hakarem. He rebuilt it and put its doors with their bolts and bars in place. The Fountain Gate was repaired by Shalom, son of Kolhozah, ruler of the district of Mitzbah. He rebuilt it, roofing it over and putting its doors and bolts and bars in place. He also repaired the wall of the Pool of Siloam, by the king's garden, as far as the steps going down from the city of David. Beyond him, Nehemiah, son of Azbuk, ruler of a half-district of Bethzur, 
made repairs up to a point opposite the tombs of David, as far as the artificial pool and the house of the heroes. Next to him, the repairs were made by the Levites, under Rehum, son of Bani. Beside him, Hashabiah, ruler of half the district of Keliah, carried out repairs for his district. Next to him, the repairs were made by their fellow Levites, under Binui, son of Henadad, ruler of the other half-district of Keilah. Next to him, Azer, son of Jeshua, ruler of Mitzpah, repaired another section, from a point facing the ascent to the armory and as far as the angle of the wall. Next to him, Baruch, son of Zabai, zealously repaired another section, from the angle to the entrance of the house of Eliashib, the high priest. Next to him, Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hakaz, repaired another section, from the entrance of Eliashib's house to the end of it. The repairs next to him were made by the priests from the surrounding region. Beyond them, Benjamin and Hashub made repairs in front of their house, and next to them, Azariah, son of Maseah, the son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his house. Next to him, Binui, son of Hinnadad, repaired another section, from Azariah's house to the angle and the corner. And Palal, son of Uzai, worked opposite the angle and the tower projecting from the upper palace near the court of the guard. Next to him, Pediah, son of Perash, and the temple servants living on the hill of Ophel made repairs up to a point opposite the water gate, toward the east and the projecting tower. Next to them, the men of Tekoa repaired another section, from the great projecting tower to the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the priests made repairs, each in front of his own house. Next to them, Zadok, son of Imer, made repairs opposite his house. Next to him, Shemaiah, son of Sekaniah, the guard at the east gate, made repairs. Next to him, Hananiah, son of Selamiah, and Hanun, the sixth son of Zalaf, repaired another section. Next to them, Meshalem, son of Berechiah, made repairs opposite his living quarters. Next to him, Malchijah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and the merchants, opposite the inspection gate, and as far as the room above the corner, and between the room above the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and merchants made repairs. End quote. Now, since you were dedicated enough to make it through that, I thought you might appreciate some bonus segments. Nerdy, rambly tidbits of commentary from the author of Second Maccabees. First, the charming introduction he, or she, could be, gives her, or why not, his, account of the early stages of the Maccabean Revolt. Second Maccabees, chapter 2, verses 23 through 32. Quote, I will now try to summarize in a single book the five volumes written by Jason. The number of details and the bulk of material can be overwhelming for anyone who wants to read an account of the events, but I have attempted to simplify it for all readers. Those who read for sheer pleasure will find enjoyment, and those who want to memorize the facts will not find it difficult. Writing such a summary is a difficult task, demanding hard work and sleepless nights. It is as difficult as preparing a banquet that people of different tastes will enjoy but I am happy to undergo this hardship in order to please my readers. I will leave the matter of details to the original author 
and attempt to give only a summary of the events. I am not the builder of a new house who is concerned with every detail of the structure, but simply a painter whose only concern is to make the house look attractive. The historian must master his subject, examine every detail, and then explain it carefully. But whoever is merely writing a summary should be permitted to give a brief account without going into detailed discussion. So then, without any further comment, I will begin my story. It would be foolish to write such a long introduction that the story itself would have to be cut short. End quote. It sure sounds a lot like he's writing a podcast. Last but not least, I thought this one was just adorable, and it struck a chord in my nerdy librarian heart. Second Maccabees, chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. Quote, These same facts are found in the royal records and in the memories of Nehemiah, who established a library and collected the writings of David, letters of the kings concerning offerings, and books about the kings and prophets. Judas also collected the books that had been scattered because of the war, and we still have them. If you ever need any of these books, let us know, and we will send them. End quote. Lovely. I'll see you guys next time.